Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now, please find yourself a seat at their table. All right, everyone. It's episode nine. We're feeling fine. This is Mike. I'm PJ. And guys, today we're, we're talking 90s TV shows. Live action. No cartoons today. Just live action, folks. I, I have uh, some favorites of mine from the 90s that I don't think can be topped by any TV show that's out today. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're going to start things off, though, real quick with a childhood memory. And mine is the... Uh, I'm going to talk about some of these shows on this lineup, but for those listening, you guys remember TGIF? I do. Fridays? I think it started at either probably like 7 o'clock or 8 at least. Yeah, I think it was like 8. Man, it I was just, on Channel Seven's ABC yeah, Network. Yep. And I just remember, like as a kid, like oh man, my Friday night. <laughs> you know, I remember it'd be like Family Matters and Step by Step, and yeah, uh, Full House was on yeah, that. And it just it was just like that special, you know. I mean, that's just such a. Um, was Boy Meets World part of that lineup? I want to say so. I think yeah. it might have been. I think towards the end. Yeah. The later. And I yeah. just remember, just like. You know, as a kid, just like that's an excitement, just like out of school. Like, all right, it's Friday. You know, you order pizza Fridays, and you're hanging out with your friends after school. And at night, you know, you'd be chilling and you'd be, you know, watching your shows. And that was like a, that was like a big thing. Like, you know, that's like, you used to have like your big Wednesday nights. So I'm going to talk about. Then you had your, you know, with certain TV shows. Now streaming has changed all that. We know that, folks. But back then. You would have to run to get to, you know, you'd be taking a piss. You're like, oh my God, I hear the theme song. You, you had know? to do it on the commercials because you, yeah. you couldn't pause it. Right, you had a whole ass. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I remember those days. Uh, mm-hmm. There were so many good shows back then that was, what they do now, I feel like you have to be an adult to watch TV at night now. Like, there's no kids shows really. Back mm-hmm. then, all the shows are for families. Anyone could sit down and watch it together, which is mm-hmm. something that I think yeah. is lost on TV. They don't, it's a different sure. era of TV. Yes. You're not going to sit down and watch, like, Law & Order SVU with, like, your five-year-old <laughs> or seven-year-old kid. You're right. not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's jump into it. Favorite 90 shows. Um, PJ, you want to start off with your... Sure. All right. All right. My man. I will go with... Not only is it probably my favorite show in the 90s, mm-hmm. it might be in my top spot or, or top two or three spots of TV shows of all time. Whoa. Okay. Um... A groundbreaking show. Mm, I'm excited. Uh, a show that has inspired uh, a ton of TV shows that have gone on to great success. And they only had that success because of this show, The X-Files. Wow. Okay. Um, I never knew it because you never talked about it. Okay. Yeah, I love that show. And I never really, I, I watched it mm-hmm. um, at, as a kid and I liked it. I got into it again later on after it was off the air and really got into mm-hmm. it. But even as a kid, I, I watched it in the 90s. That, to me, is the first TV show that built the mythology. Mm. You know, there was Monster of the Week episodes, but they had this overarching story that connected from season yeah, to season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even the movie, it spun into the movie that connected to the show. But I, I think it's the first TV show to really give you a mythology where you had to, like, follow these characters and you were following one big story for the entire run of the show. Uh, and you don't, you didn't see that really before this show. I, I don't think anyway. Yeah. Maybe I mean I don't remember Columbo having a. Oh, listen, one more thing. It, it just, it just take a second. A story that like stretched over every, <laughs> right? I don't think they did, but X Files did. Um, it and, and like I said, it inspired so many other TV shows. 
it inspired Supernatural directly from that show. The the writers and creators of that show even said that uh, X Files is why that show was uh, exists. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, another mm-hmm. one that was inspired by the X Files. Um, these are shows that have their own mythology and overarching mm-hmm. story. Like I said, that was started with the X Files. The acting in the X Files, David Duchovny is great masterpiece mm-hmm. uh, of acting i think i think molder is one of maybe the best tv characters created of all time right. scully mm-hmm. um jillian anderson i think uh she was such a great counterbalance to molder they they had yeah. a great chemistry on screen the that show it, it was it it spanned genres without changing the tone mm-hmm. you had horror episodes mm-hmm. science fiction episodes like comedy episodes um, romance episodes, uh, drama, but it never lost the tone of the show because it had that that story element carrying yeah. through every episode. So regardless of what kind of episode it was, even if it was a goofier one with a goofy kind of monster, it still fit the right. tone of the show, uh, which a lot of a lot of movies, TV shows, they can't they can't get that balance right. But I think mm-hmm. the X Files did one of like I said. I think the best TV shows of all time and possibly the best TV show in the 90s for me. Wow. Well, PJ, fun fact, I had never seen The X-Files. No! Because here's the thing. Know why? Because I was a kid, I was actually afraid of it. I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. I was afraid of the theme song, like the opening credits. Okay. That's another thing real quick is like, I miss this. I think this is missing in in not only in film, but also TV show is cool opening credits. Yeah. I know what now with streaming, you could just press skip. But I think that really sets the tone. I'm very much into that kind of stuff. But I remember as a kid, I'd be sh- the brick. You know, oh yeah, and, uh, no, but I, I, I agree about that's opening why, credits. But then as I, and then as I got older, I just never got. It. But I always liked the idea of uh, of the X Files. I like all. I love the Twilight Zone. So um, yeah, I I think this it's, is right up my alley. I should really. You should go back and watch it. Um, is it on Netflix? I think it's on Hulu. Maybe it's on something. I want to say either Hulu okay. or Netflix. On one of those. Um, go back and watch it and. You know the first couple seasons is so nineties, and it's a. But I mean, I think the story itself and the acting itself. Yeah, holds I don't up. really get hung up to like when people talk about special effects. Or I don't. That doesn't really yeah. bother me. I don't unless it's like. I mean, it has to be completely horrendous, and it's like it makes it's drawing where it's affecting yeah. when you're watching it. No, but you won't other have than that. That I don't really care. I a lot know. of practical effects in the X Files, and I know you're a fan of practical oh, effects. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot with the monsters and stuff like that, and the aliens and the creatures that they they. Uh, they encounter on this. I was gonna say nine seasons, but it's really not nine seasons. They brought it back a couple of years ago for one or two seasons, and actually, um, the revival of that show is is not as good as the original run, but close in my opinion. Right. Hey, long as yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but it's that's such a, a great. Choice, I can't believe you've never seen it. I, I think you should go back and watch it. Yeah, I was never opposed to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I was, as a kid, I was afraid of the wow. credits. Yeah, the song like yeah. I hear it in my head. That was the, great. The reason why, too, I I used to get kind of spooked out too, because my dad had the Pure Moods uh, CD. Remember okay. that? It'd be like late at night. Yeah, yeah. Like Enya. Yes. And one of the songs on that CD is the theme song to the X Files. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it actually gets like a techno beat, so it was actually kind of fun. But the beginning thing is like, yeah, yeah. You know, like so. Well done. Okay, what do you got? PJ, this, I just love this show. I, it, it still makes me laugh when I watch reruns. It's actually Home Improvement. 
That's a great show. I should have put that on my list and I didn't, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. I love that show. This show, I think, is just so special. I think it just, it just for me, it just hits every checkbox. It bam, really does. Bam, 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 bam. And I think then, it's underrated in that era, too. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's almost kind of like a forgotten gem. And I'm really yeah. not really quite sure why, because people always talk about Seinfeld, and that didn't even make my list. Cause, you know, I but, we'll get to that. Right, it's online. Right. I, I think it's a yeah. great show, yeah. but I didn't put them online. Um, but. No, but I agree. That's a show that does get overlooked. And I think I think it still holds up when you watch it. I think people feel a certain way about Tim Allen these days. Uh, right. I know. I know. But that, for me, I like whatever. Tim Allen. I think yeah. he's funny, and I think the show he's is great. Funny. Well, I think that's why the show still holds up, because I know... I guess now he's more into politics or whatever yeah. it is. But this, that show itself, there's zero politics in it. No, there really isn't. And that's why yeah. I think it's it, it has aged well. It doesn't feel dated. I mean, yes, yeah, some of this clothing, whatever, whatever. whatever. That doesn't matter. But everything about this show, I just love. I love that the fact that it had like this... There's almost two sides to the show. You had Tool Time, which yeah. was just pure slapstick. Yeah. Which was like these practical, you know, practical effects of like, you know... He was making a weed whacker, and it was always like, I gotta make more power. You know, he would put like a, you know, a lawnmower engine on the back, <laughs> and somehow it always, it was yeah. like a wily e. Coyote thing. Yep. You know, he'd get himself electrocuted. And I just love that kind of like, that part of the show was like hilarious. And then it became like very grounded, where like, you know, him and his wife Jill in the show mm-hmm. would like get into a, you know, a scuffle. Right. And like, he would have to always try to make it up to her. And like, you know, I just love that whole thing. And and his uh, Richard Karn, uh, Al, yeah, is such a great straight man to yeah, to his to his yes. wackiness, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and Wilson over the fence. No, I think that's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a fun fact about mm-hmm. sort of about home improvement. Um, so the son, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, I think is the same age that Tim Allen was when that show started. Wow, yeah, how's that make you feel? Whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. And I, I feel like you know. That's another. Just talking about people's age, you don't realize how old they are. Like they say, nowadays we look younger than yeah our parents at the same age. You know, you know, health wise, technology, whatever the heck it is, is making us last longer. You know, but yeah, it's crazy. I think he was like in his early thirties. Yeah, like that, you know, um, or mid thirties. But another things I want to just quickly talk about home improvement that I liked um, is, I guess the number one that the balance between like slapstick and then it's like. You know, the show itself. Right, like a regular sitcom, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I like that. Uh, I think I talked about this on our last episode about that. It was romantic. You it know? was. He's always trying to like win her hard back and like, you know, it was, I feel like what's mis- missing a lot of in today in, in, in all in film as well in TV is affection. You don't really see a lot of affection anymore in TV shows. Like, you know, like, you know, like people just giving each other, I can't explain it. Yeah, you know, I just, no, I, I hear what you're saying. There's like a real home, like a wholesomeness, you know, to a lot of these 90s shows. I think it's missing today, which gets to my next point, why I really liked about Home Improvement. I mean, I think it's still maybe with kid shows, but these shows we're talking about you can watch with families. It's like, I always felt there was a lesson at the end of the episode. There really usually you know, like, used to be. And it wasn't like political. It was really more about like, you know, expressing gratitude or yeah. like being affectionate or, um, being respectful, like, or yeah, a lot of a lot of shows. Or, I don't know of Home Improvement specifically, but a lot of the shows where they had like kids as characters on the show, there was a lot of like anti-bully messaging and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I know they still have that now. I mean, on the Disney Channel, like Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, but no one's watching that. Then, but I mean, like, I don't know, maybe because it was prime time, everyone watched it. Yeah, it just felt like it wasn't forced. It wasn't like it just felt very natural. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people in the world um, did that grunt. That oh, yeah. Everyone uh, 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 was doing yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. 
That's a great pick. That is yeah. a fantastic pick. Yeah, and then my last thing I just want to kind of talk about, actually two more things real quick, is what the ho, ho, ho. It's like, look, I'm not, this is, I guess, quasi-political, but it felt good to, you know, in television, I think we're missing a lot of today is uh, romance, masculinity, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's like, yeah. oh, man, you know, I, I think that's not a, you know, any show, it could promote femininity, but do it. Do it. Right. Do it in a good way, <laughs> where it doesn't feel forced and so... Uh, uh, inauthentic. This just right. like the fakeness. I feel like there's such a gloss when they do. It's always like today, but I don't know. The night had that special way of just just keeping it real. But yeah, um, love Home Improvement. So funny, still holds up, and uh, I recommend it, guys. I really top, do. Top notch pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. PJ. What's your uh, guys and, and folks? We're not doing any kind of special ranking. This no, is just, just shows. Just shows we, we like. No yeah. order here. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll go with Seinfeld next. It is on my list. I know okay. you said you didn't necessarily on your list, but no, I love that show. Don't get me wrong, yeah. that show is hilarious. I just, for me, I wanted to just do like different, fair like, enough, just different, different ones. I you know, think that's good. You can yeah. talk about it. I, I, my thing with Seinfeld is it changed pop culture forever. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just it added to the lexicon of the world. Yeah. Like how many people yada 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 when mm-hmm. they're telling a story? Mm-hmm. That sh- it's from that show. Um, Mm-hmm. There's just things that would happen on that that show that became, yeah, just the world. And I don't think, I I think that's because Jerry Seinfeld is more than being extraordinarily funny. I think he's one of the best stand-ups of all time. Mm-hmm. I think he's very smart. He's very natural. He, yeah, and uh, and he doesn't talk down to his audience. He he's mm-hmm. his comedy, his writing, his acting. He's not talking down to you. He's he he's a smart brand of comedy, and I think that's. Why this that show holds up? You watch Seinfeld now, uh, the plot lines are still relevant to what happens in the world today. It's not like these things are so dated where you can't mm-hmm. relate to them. Mm-hmm. It's a it's got a timeless feel with the storytelling and the plots. The characters on that show, I mean Kramer, mm-hmm. when he would bust through the door, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, or or George Costanza, like mm-hmm. these are these are characters that have just transcended a lot of good physical comedy. A, a really lot, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. The characters on that show have transcended just being characters on that show. Like, yeah, you know, people will call someone a Costanza. You're such a Costanza, and things like right, that. Right, like, right, right. Because everyone knows them because of how popular it was and how funny it was. And uh, I mean, yeah, is it? Is it on everyone's list of best shows? Probably because mm-hmm. it, it so it gets talked about a lot, but it's it's well deserved. Um, I love that show. I think it's I think it's better than Friends. I never liked Friends. I never could get I, into Friends. I and don't, show, and then yeah. I respect it. I yeah. respect it, but I could never get into it. I think it holds up more my, than Friends. My fiance loves yeah. that show. I think it's I think it's more relatable than Friends. I think mm-hmm. it. I I don't think there's ever going to be another sitcom. Oh no way! As good oh, no as way. that show, it's no never way. gonna happen. No way. Seinfeld, he uh, he changed the world with that show. There's no mm-hmm. other way to put it. He changed the world with that show, and he's so smart to have ended it mm-hmm. when it was still great. You know, he could could that show have been dragged on for another couple of seasons? Probably. Yeah. But it would have ruined it. It was at the height of that show, and they pulled the plug because he knew he wanted to go out on top, and mm-hmm. I, he probably saw. Ratings going down. He probably saw the you know the writing on the wall, and rather than drag it out, he made the decision that this show was over because yeah. they wanted more Seinfeld. I'm sure, but he oh he, yeah, mm-hmm. well, it went for like ten years, right? Nine, it was nine. like nine, I think. Yeah. And uh, he could have gone more, but he he 
had an integrity about his art. Yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. and it's funny because that show almost didn't make it past the first season. It was, wow. yeah, it almost didn't make it. It was almost canceled. And it got lucky they got one more season, a better time slot. And right, right, right. I actually think the time slot might have been after Cheers. I think originally it wasn't. I think they put it in that post Cheers time slot, if I remember correctly. And it got the, it got a great lead in. And that's right. what was able to, uh, to really build it up mm-hmm. and groundbreaking, world changing. Uh, pop culture phenomenon. So I had no choice but to put that on my list. Nice choice, PJ. All right. Uh, for mine, I feel like this is another one that doesn't get enough praise or respect because everyone talks about, not these aren't bad shows, Full House and Fresh Prince. Those are very good. But I have one that I think is people completely forget and really how, I think it's better than both of those. Maybe Fresh, maybe on power Fresh Prince, even though I don't like Will Smith anymore. Uh, before the the slap. the slap, I'm talking about. I don't. I, I hate. Well, because he's an overrated actor and he's not that great. And those movies, most because he had those four big movies. You know what I mean? And after that, I kind of outside well, of Men in Black, I don't think he's made a good uh, Men in Black and Independence Day. Outside of that, he hasn't made a good movie. But like anyway. Bad Boys, the first one. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess. But I I chose Family Matters. Ooh, that's a good one. I love this show. I don't know why this show isn't. Isn't praised enough? I don't know why they haven't. I can't believe they have not rebooted. They rebooted Full and House, but they haven't rebooted Family Matters. And, the, and they're so all still much. alive, too, I think. Yeah. I just love this show because, you know, everyone thinks about Steve Urkel, but he was actually a breakout character. He wasn't really He wasn't supposed it. to be the main guy. Right. And then, but even like those first early things was just, you know, about Carl yep. and Laura and all those uh, uh, characters. This show, like I said, like I just said uh, with the Home Improvement, you know, each episode had like a moral, always kind of came back, but it, but it just felt like, you know, it was never like, I mean, yeah, the episodes were silly, but it never felt like, you know, sometimes, you know, not recently, like years ago, I watched a Disney Channel, you, and some of the shows just seem so silly, you know, like every, I feel like everything now, like with kids shows, like everything's like throwing a pie, like all these like, yeah. really, like. No, that's I know a, I this know, is another great pick. I understand because... they're childish shows, but like they're almost too child. I felt like. Shows like, like I said, Home Improvement or Family, they felt great. never got like, you know, later on it got a little too cartoonish, especially with Urkel. You know, when they had the machine that turns him into yeah. Urkel. But, right, but that would have worked if it was a different type of show. Yeah, it, it, didn't, it work didn't work for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a kid, I thought it was hilarious. But, but now it doesn't hold up. Yeah. But, but this is a great pick, and I agree with you. I think everyone focuses on those, uh, like, the, the what, what is it, with uh, the Tanners? Full House. Yeah, yeah. Everyone focuses on that, but I, I do agree that this was a Family better Matters, show. Like I said, uh, um, and it, and and also everyone on that show was funny. Okay, yes, Urkel was. He his, stole the show because right. of how great he but is. I but I love Carl Winslow. Um, it was a uh, was a Re- Reginald. Uh, what's his uh, name? Reginald Rose. No, that's the guy. Yeah, it's not, the guy. It's, it's, the guy who wrote it's, it's, it is. <laughs> it's like Reginald. Oh man, I'm gonna just gonna drive me nuts. Val something or other. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, Val Johnson. Was it's something like that. that. But he's he great. was great. He was fucking great. Um, Harriet, she was great. She was tough. You know, Mother Lou was low. She felt like, a, I was talking about before, like yeah. affectionate, very wholesome. This is a spinoff of another show, you know. Um, Family Matters is a spinoff show. Yeah, from Perfect Strangers. From Perfect Strangers, yeah, which yeah. I didn't put on my list because I thought that was more the 80s and the 90s, but yeah. I love Perfect Strangers. But this yeah. is a spinoff. Custom and... Valley was hilarious. Yeah. But with with Family Matters, like I said, I, I think all, like, like Eddie was funny. His Waldo, Faldo, Moral, whatever his yeah, name fr- <laughs> You know, all that stuff, like... Uh, remember was it Waldo Geraldo Faldo? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one of my favorite episodes is when like there's a gang and they they, they destroy um his, uh, his aunt. I forgot her name. Right. Aunt Rachel. Yeah. They, they mess up. They they vandalize the whole thing. 
So uh, they get Urkel to go right. undercover, and like he goes into like the, the gang hideout, and like they interrogate, him, they pull his earring off. He's like, right. oh, that's, "You're like that's a clip on," <laughs> you know. And but Carl had like his police uh, partner. Uh, I forgot his name. He was a white guy. Right. But they like their chemistry was awesome. Like he was, his part was really his superior. Right. But, like he was like kind of dumb, kind of like an Inspector Gadget right. and the, the little girl. I forgot her name, but I love that chemistry. Yeah. That is, this is a fan, another fantastic pick that you've made because Thank it really you. is an underrated show. Those are two shows that are underrated and, and don't get the love they deserve yeah. because other shows overshadow them. Yeah, and I just gotta I, I gotta just talk about these just other things real quick. Uh, just I I really like it's, I don't know maybe maybe I don't maybe I don't watch enough television, but like I really felt that you felt that Steve was really in love with Laura. Like he he would have done anything. In the beginning, she rejected him, but he he never like. Held resentment for right. her. He just felt like she doesn't know, doesn't realize how special I am. Blah 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 blah. Uh, blah. Was a, he was a but great really character. Felt actor. Just like so damn like yeah. you kind of this is as a boy too. You like you have a crush on a girl. You kind of trying to win her heart. And I gotta go with this other episode when he started. He started to date Myra. Which yes. Was a break. She passed, sadly passed away. Did she? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think she had like ovarian cancer. Wow. She actually dated Eddie uh, in real life. Hmm. But um, yeah, very beautiful girl. But there's an episode, I remember as a kid, I think I peed my pants, I was laughing so much. This is on TGIF, okay, I remember, because I was watching at home. Anyway, she goes on, because like one of his first or second dates or something like that, and she invites him over her house, like, and they're going to have like a like a bonfire in her backyard, so they're on a hammock, and Steve is like wrestling to get on this hammock, he's twisting around on it, it's like such brilliant like slapstick, like Three Stooges type comedy, like a Buster Keaton kind of thing, it's so funny. And I think another thing that I still quote today, oh, there's a baking episode where they become their own, like, baking, uh, you remember it? Where, like, they blow up the kitchen where, like, everyone has, you know, flour. Right, yeah, I face. remember that one. Great episode. And there's one, though, I just, it always cracks me up. They do, like, a talent show. And I think Donna Summers kind of dance, sings, like, Last Dance. I think she's, like, uh, Myrtle Urkel's, you know, okay. Aunt Una from right. the Tuna, whatever her name is. <laughs> but uh, Eddie sings a... Uh, uh, I heard it through the grapevine. I can't think of the name of the artist's name right now. I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, uh, Steve and Waldo are like his backup singers. <laughs> and like the way Steve is singing, he's like, dang, 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 dang. like just like like doing like just doing his shoulders. Like, oh my God, it's so funny. So whenever I hear that song, I think about Family Matters. But what a, a great show. The other thing they about that show. They got it man. I mean, it's you got it all there. They also had a lot of poignant episodes in that show that weren't funny. Like when... Uh, when Eddie gets pulled over by the yes. cop, he's profiled, and mm-hmm. he, you know, his father has to, you know, explain to him about yeah. racism and mm-hmm. all that stuff. A lot of poignant yeah. episodes too with that show. Fantastic pick you've yeah, made so far. You. Two fantastic thank picks. You, thank you. Thank you. Um, my next pick is a, a show that I think often gets overlooked. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sitcom genre, and it's another spinoff show mm-hmm. that I think might have actually reached uh, greater heights than the the show it spun off from. Whoa. Uh, Frasier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, obviously spun off from Cheers. He was a, ca- a recurring character on Cheers in the later seasons, and then they gave him his own show. Um, and it's arguably a better show than, than Cheers. Uh, For sure. What I like about that show, it's the same thing I said about Seinfeld, is it doesn't talk down to its audience. That is a show that is just smart humor. Mm. It, it's not slapsticky. It's right. not... Um, it's just like it's written in a way. It's highbrow. Leslie humor. Grimm, right? Yeah, he's the perfect. Talk about the perfect. perfect. He's got the the uh, uh, 
like the vibe, yeah. to pull out that kind of humor. Yeah. He could do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he was great. In, he's great in everything. He was great when he was in X-Men as the Beast, Kelsey yeah, Grammer. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey, said, yeah. I said Lily. Yeah, it's Lily. Kelsey Grammer. I, it's another show. I his wife's name. <laughs> the, uh, the, the characters on that show are also memorable. His brother Niles, um, David Hyde Pierce, I think. Yeah, it? yeah, is yeah. It, is that who it was? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I, I never I watched it. Yeah. I wasn't a diehard, but I yeah. used to watch it on TV, you know, here and there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, think I liked the, him. He was my obviously he's my great. character. The father, yeah. I don't remember who played the father, but he was a great character because he was, he's such an opposite of what Frazier is. You know, Frazier was this intelligent guy, this white collar guy. He was a psychiatrist, a, mm-hmm. a very polished on his radio show. And then his father was this, like a blue collar cop and mm-hmm. you know street smart but wouldn't necessarily have the book smarts that a, that his son yeah. had and and the you know just the the interaction between the two of them they had the dog Eddie mm. that was always I, I think that's a great show one of one of my favorites and I think that in the it's a si- very lovely pick yeah the it same really way is. the other shows that you had were often mm-hmm. overlooked that one, that one was definitely overlooked I think Frazier sure. was overlooked mm-hmm. nice this next one I think you're gonna think I'm nuts but I feel like I wouldn't even consider this one of my favorite shows in the I just remember watching so much with my brother and my sister, my older sister. Okay. It's actually 90210. I like that show. <laughs> I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> so, um, all I can say with this show is like, as a kid, like, it used to be on Wednesday night at 8. You know what I mean? And it'd be like this big deal in my house. We also watch it. Not my dad, but my, right. my brother, my sister, my mom. I just remember, like, Going back to opening credits, we don't have those anymore. But like, I remember just be like, you get that saxophone playing, yeah. <laughs> then you see like Jason Priestley and Ian Ziering and you know Jenny Garland, these good-looking people. And I just remember, man, like this is when like I feel like I feel like nine hundred two one zero like got me into like like oh man, besides the Pink Ranger and like and Kelly Kapowski's in this show too. I was yeah, like, she Whoa. is, isn't she? In the latest, uh, yeah. I'm like, this is where I started getting into like girls. I'm like, oh yeah. And look, I don't want to talk a hornball. I'm just like. Jenny Garth, you know, good-looking girl. I always preferred she, Shannon Darty. Sharon Darty, she had like dark mystique. You had Tiffany Amber Thiessen, she played uh, Valerie. She was like a bitch, and like I remember, like I was like, oh my god, she's gonna be in the show. And Kelly Kapowski is this bubbly, yeah. pretty, and it's a completely different character. And she's like a bitch, you know. Uh, I just remember, like I hated her on that show. Uh, there was a character named Emily Valentine. I don't know the actress's name, but she was like kind of like your rocker. She had like a leather jacket. She was like kind of you know, punky and spunky. They were hanging out at the Peach Pit. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah, and there was another uh, girl I used to have a crush on. Uh, her name's Dina Meyer. Uh, people probably know her mo- probably most. She was in Dragonheart and uh, Starship Troopers. She okay. was dizzy. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, like the hot girl. But, I mean, like, besides all these good-looking people, like, I just, I always liked, because, like, that was like, oh, man, I'm a teenager. I felt like, oh, man, right. I'm an adult now. Like, you know, because I was like that kind of <laughs> right. thing. But I love the theme song. I was like, you know, like I said, what am I going to say? I'm a sucker for romance. You know, like that teenage love and, you know, and then they had like those dark episodes, you know, so maybe like using drugs. I remember right. like one guy, I think it was like gun control, he ended up by accident, like uh, killing himself but with a gun and he like went to spin it. That was like uh, David, what's his name? Uh, he used to be married to uh, Megan Fox. What's his name? Mr. Austin uh, Green. Brian yeah, Austin Brian Green. Austin Green. His best Bad. friend. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up getting like, uh, you know, accidentally killed it was like a gun control episode and but like all that kind of stuff and i remember okay. like too this is like that kind of show where like and say for boys like we always we always want to emulate so i want to be a batman i want to i remember like this is why i wanted to be like i said was getting to girls and i was like 
Well, I want to. I want to be Luke Perry. I want to look like Luke Perry. I really, actually, I want to look like more like Jason Priestley. Okay. I feel like I have more of his hair, you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe his facial structure. But I just remember he was in that movie, uh, like Calendar Girl, and like yeah, uh, I think he was in. I think he played in another hockey movie, something like that. But um, I can dig this pick. All right. Really? And there's one last thing that I just have to talk about this because um, I always make my brother laugh. But there was an, an episode where Tori Spelling, her character Donna, she starts dating this guy named Ray. Um, and, and long story short, that guy Ray in the show, it basically is like domestic violence. Like he, I think he slaps her, and he beats her, or whatever. So, okay. but I'm sure the stuff like still happens like this today. But like he was getting like hate mail, like don't you hit Donna? And he, <laughs> I think he had to do like a press conference, like look, I'm an actor. This is a character who I play. I don't really, I don't really hit women. But that same dude, he was like in a band, and he got like quasi big. And his biggest hit song is that it, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was on the show. I know in the show I think he plays an instrument, but it's called "How You How Do You Talk to an Angel." So it's like, "How do you talk?" I know that to song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like catching a falling star. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's him. So anyway, that whenever I hear that song, I get transported back okay. to the '90s. And uh, well, that yeah. song is very '90s. I don't know song. his um his name that uh that actor, but I hope he's still. Performing because he was, I uh, thought he, you know, he's a talented dude. Clearly, I'm not yeah. sure if I think yeah, he might have actually even wrote uh, wrote that song. You know, so God bless him though. But anyway, I, that's my my pick. My, I think my, my next pick, you're gonna think I'm crazy, mm-hmm. um, because objectively it's not a great show. Okay, okay, but I love it anyway. Right, mm-hmm. Lois and Clark: The New Adventures oh, of dude. Superman. Absolutely, man. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Terry Hatcher. Yo, another. Oh man, Knockout. another like '90s. Yeah. Uh, you know. Just a knockout, oh, man. She's, she's yeah. Um, I the, like that show. Oh, yeah, man. You know, choice. it's the first time, and you, when you were watching in the 90s, I think it was in 93. What was Dean Kane? Dean Kane, yeah. yeah. Uh, there really wasn't a primetime superhero show. It wasn't popular back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so you weren't going to put on TV and find a live-action superhero yeah. show at any time. It, they weren't really making movies at that point. The Batman franchise really wasn't as big anymore. And it was getting fizzled out. Yeah, that point. so you didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of superheroes. And then all of a sudden on the ABC network, they give you a Superman show. Mm-hmm. And the cast is great on that right. show. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, for me, I think it kept superheroes alive when they weren't popular. That's yeah. why I love it so much. And I always love Superman mm-hmm. and the uh, the like I said the cast between Dean the chemistry between Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher on that show was great the villains like look I don't remember any of the villains at all they but they were not like the villains from the comic books that you'd remember they created a lot of their own they the ones they did bring in like Lex Luthor they had him on the show for right. one or two seasons mm-hmm. he wasn't the Lex Luthor that you that you knew it, it was it they took a lot of liberties to to make that show work the time period that it was in with the budget that they had but Mm -hmm. i i think shows like that kept superheroes in the limelight long enough for something better to come along yeah and and so i and that's another show that was very i don't i won't say groundbreaking it wasn't i mean it was a good show but it it did impact other areas of pop culture because um the whole death of superman Mm storyline only happened because in, they were supposed to have Lois and Clark get married in the comic books, mm-hmm. and they wanted to have Lois and Clark get married in the show, and it, the timing wasn't right between the, mm-hmm. the seasons and the, the production of the comic books. That's why the death of Superman happened. They had to come up with a year-long storyline to have the wedding match up in the comic book in wow. the show. 
Wow. So how did they how did they find a way to fill that time? They killed Superman in the comics and did Death Ring Return of Superman. And it only happened because that show needed more Holy time so everything crap. could sync up. That's amazing. And, and that's Death of Superman. It's not a nineties TV show, but it is a that is a big event, a pop yeah. cultural yeah. just dynamo. And it happened because this show, Lois and Clark, existed. Wow, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, so Holy I, I think there is some cultural relevance to Lois and yeah. Clark. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's fu- it's still a fun watch. It's goofy and in all its 90s glory. It's, you know, the big shoulder pads and stuff on the Lois Lane suits. It's very dated looking. Yeah. But it's a fun ride. And so I had no choice but to put that on my list because I, I love it. Yeah, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember much. But what I do remember is I remember Dean came. Like, I remember he played that kind of like more classic you know, uh, you know Clark Kent. Like yep. I feel like he always felt very smart in that yes. show. He didn't seem like a dummy. Or, yeah, they didn't make like him a doof- bumbling buffoon. Yeah, he seemed like just very like regular. Yeah, smart guy. But I used to like, actually like how he used to speak in that show. Yeah, the one mm-hmm. thing about that show that I always remember, and it's the dumbest thing, but I remember it anyway. So Superman has X-ray vision. Yeah. So he can see through anything. Mm-hmm. But whenever he was Clark, but had to use X-ray vision, he took his he had to take his glasses off first. So he okay. could, why you have X-ray vision, you can't see through your glasses to use the X-ray. It was just like for the show to like let you know he was going to use the powers. Right. I just always thought that was funny. The yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, to, yeah, yeah. he needed to take off his see-through glasses to use his X-ray vision. I always mm-hmm. thought that was a, a funny little gag that they threw in. And the other actors in the show, I can't think of the actor's name right now, but. Um, the, the guy who played Perry White is a famous actor in that show. He um, He's the lawyer from My Cousin Vinny. Uh, I can't. I'm drawing a complete yeah, blank. I too. can't think of his name right now, but he's a great actor. Someone help us out in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> let, let us know in the comments if you can think of his name. I can't think of it right now, but Southern Guy. Okay. Uh, always talk about Elvis on the show. and Great shades of Elvis, he would say all the time. Mm. Uh, anyway, one of my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah, I like that. A charming pick. So this one's a little bit different. This is not... It's a... I wouldn't really say it's, it's not a sitcom, okay. but I just love this, and this is another thing I feel like does not get enough respect at all, um, the sketch show In Living Color. I love In Living Color. Dude, I, Great think, show. I think this show is totally a forgotten gem. You know, people think about Jim Carrey, but let me just tell you who else is on this show. I mean, look at this lineup. You have Jim Carrey, probably the most... The next one probably after that, or equal to him, is probably Jamie Foxx. Yep. But you had all the Waynes. You had Keenan Waynes. You had his sister, Kim. You know, Marlon and uh, Sean. Um, Tommy Davidson. He was the, uh, the skinny black guy. Yeah. If you remember, see Ace Ventura too. He's the one he fights uh, uh, Ace around the fire pit. He comes out <laughs> in that little, like, bag yeah. on the guy's back. That's Tommy Davidson. Uh, David Allen Greer. I love him. And uh, I think I uh, – did I miss him? Damon Waynes. I love Damon Waynes. Um, he was a head detective. Yes. I, I love head detective. I was about detective. to say, yeah. like – let me tell you something. In Living Color would not last one minute. Oh, so no. It could that, never happen that today. That show, and I think In Living Color is better than SNL. I mean, I mean, yeah. you could, I mean, talk about the, when it, the, the original crew of SNL, like, you know, Chevy Chase and all those other people. But um, but this lineup and the, and the characters they made in those sketches still live on. I mean, you had Detective Head. And what, guys, what that was is David Wayne. He basically played like a, almost like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> He was a cop. It was just a head with feet, and, with feet and like he had like a gun, basically like Mr. Potato Head. That's what it was. But he was like a cop. They had another sketch um, at Homie the Clown. Yeah, that was awesome. Where Damon played another. It was yeah. basically like this like ghetto clown. He used to like basically beat up the kids. Homie, don't play that. He used to have a sock. Yeah, he used hit to him like with a sock. The kids with. Um, 
there's a great episode where it's Christmas time, but he plays Santa Claus homie, and the kids are sitting on his lap. It's so good. Um, there was another sketch where they had, you know, Fire Marshal Bill. That was with, a great uh, one. Jim Carrey. They had a... Uh, I used to like uh, Never Underestimate the Power of the Handicap, Handyman. Yes! I was going to say, it's another thing that would never fly to the never. game. So, folks, we know what that is. Basically, Dane Wayne's played this character who was, you know, mentally challenged, and he was like a superhero. Um, he like, fall out of windows and shit. Yeah, it was yeah. very, like, slapstick, and I've, you know... Totally offensive today, yeah. but so funny. It was. They the also was, when they did the uh, the movie funny. reviews. Men on film. Men, men on film. Right. Yeah. So men on film was these two gay men. It was Damon Wayans and David Allen. They played these two gay men, and they would review film. It always be something. It'd be different sketches. So it'd be like men on. It'd be a different right. type. So they had one. One of the best. That's that's still amazing. It's called Men on Football. They do a special for Super Bowl. It's so funny. It's it's unbelievable. It's so good, and they're not making fun of you know the gay community. It's just the characters are gay, and they're and it's just it's so funny, it's so funny. Um, they had another thing, uh, like a lot of my, my one of my favorites, Damon Wayne. So he had another character. I don't know the character's name, but it was like this guy who was like in prison, um, but he had, he spoke very he had aw, awful <laughs> vocabulary, and he was inarticulate. So he wanted when he tried to explain something, he's like he would be like, I want to ejaculate. <laughs> Um, what I'm trying to precipitate, you know, like it was all these weird things, and it was just ridiculousness. And um, Jamie Foxx had a character named Ugly Girl, which is basically he played a girl, and like he would always try to go on dates, right. and like, but you wouldn't, but whenever he would be on a date or he'd be at a restaurant, they would never the the male be like, oh she sounds pretty or she had a nice body. Right. Then when they would reveal, he would turn around, <laughs> but it would be such oh my god, so funny. and also that show had um. Uh, J-Lo. Yeah, she was, she a, was fly a fly girl. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, you know, I always say like really good shows, really good movies, really good bands. You have sports. It's talented people are involved. Um, actually, I want to, one last actress, because she, she definitely, her name was Kelly Park. She's like probably the only white girl basically on the cast. I mean, I'm talking about the first season right. mainly. Um, but she was, she had like blue eyes. I think she's, probably seen her on other like Disney shows and stuff like that but her character whenever she played a character she did great she was really good with voices and like accents like Irish or um, all that stuff she was very good like a 1920s and like no no my girl I'm saying like she did that real like damsel right. really good actress she's very funny mm-hmm. but you're not gonna see a show like in Living Color anymore I mean they made I mean they were just and they made fun of everybody but never felt malicious and never was like I mean yeah quasi political sure but never felt like forced right. where it's like SNL now where it's like okay I don't know I can't even watch SNL anymore but that's a topic but for another Living episode Color, they had I feel like they had such a great balance of like comedy and we're like yeah they're poking yeah they're poking fun sure but like it was never like you always it was always a joke and I always like I'm always a sucker f- for like opening credits and end credits. And I always like when sh- they still do on SNL too and other shows were like, okay, bye everybody. They had the credits rolling. Yeah. But I always like when the whole cast. They're on the stage. Comes, yeah, yeah. They're just hanging out with a hip hop performer, which was yeah. kind of big back then. They didn't really have a lot of hip hop performers on like a late night or any of that stuff. So you would see like a Queen Latifah or where, you know, maybe a young, you know, uh, LL Cool J, something right. like that performing. So, but I think that show is just, is amazing. You know, you can get it on DVD, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I think they should, you know, have a, a quick uh, reunion, you know. Yeah. Like, obviously, they can't do all the characters; it'd be totally inappropriate. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just a great show. I can't. I just love the Living Color. You know, good picks all around that you've had so far. Mm-hmm. Right, but you ready for a pop quiz? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is actually an appropriate pop quiz um, because it, it goes back to something that you said a little bit earlier. 
you miss opening credits. Oh. So I have three three questions. It's a quick one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you a line from the opening credits. Mm-hmm. You have to name the show. Right, right, right. Okay. So number one. And I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read it. All the little chicks with the crimson lips go Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Living in sin with a safety pin go Cleveland Rocks. I want to, or I think I'm going to be wrong. Third Rock from the Sun? No. 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 The Cleveland part is what, is what to focus on. Who, yeah, we, I know. So I'm trying to yeah, think who, the heck You have to ask who, who comes from Cleveland, Ohio. Ah, I don't know. That is the Drew Carey show. Ah, yeah. Right, right. All right, so that was one. Here, ah. Here's your next one. Uh, she was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. Oh, okay. Till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. Where was she? What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny. The nanny. Yes. The friend director. I yes. love her. I had a crush on her too. And I then Mr. Sheffield. Yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. I love that show too. That's, that's another, another, another show great too. show. Yeah. Another forgotten gym show. Yeah. And the, these I pick these because they're '90s shows that I don't think are the most popular, but they deserve being spoken about Absolutely. on a '90s TV show episode. Absolutely. Uh, and then the final one I I came up with was. Uh, don't fight the feeling you know you want to have a good time, and in my opinionation, the sun is going to surely shine. That is third rock from the sun. That's it. No. It's not third rock Wait, from the sun. Say it again one more time. Don't fight the feeling you know you want to have a good time, and in my opinionation, the sun is going to surely shine. Ugh, that last line sounds really familiar. Yeah, as soon as I say it, you'll know it. Uh, what is it? Uh, this is another show that I think is deeply rooted in the 90s, and everyone has seen it. Blossom. Oh, that was on my list of other shows to talk about. Yeah. Yes. That uh, was a fun show, too. Yeah. And another, was it Joey the, Lawrence in that show? Joey Lawrence was the brother, yeah. Um, another, they always, this, another special episode of Blossom. There was always yeah, some yeah. sort of message being whipped in. Uh, mm-hmm. The neighbor, or her friend, rather, was six. Her, her yeah, friend. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other brother was, like, started off the show as, like, a drug addict or something. Then he becomes, like, an ambulance driver. And yes. Joey Lawrence was just, like, the dumb character. He always said, whoa. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. So those were just three shows that I, I thought are great that those came are... out in the 90s. And I knew I wasn't going to talk much about them because they aren't the best shows in the 90s. But I thought they deserved a little uh, a little love, so I put them as the pop quiz. All right. PJ, I don't have a pop quiz, but I can do an, uh, an improv pop okay. quiz. So this one is actually... Um, and I have a couple of these shows I just want to just mention. I just, you know, if you don't deep dive with them, I just have to mention them. But before we do, I have PJ's pop quiz. Uh, so this, so for our audience, me and PJ, these are our clues, okay? okay? Maybe the audience can try to figure out too. But you and I used to enjoy this show. Okay. okay? It was on Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, it, it dealt with, um, like outer space. Space okay. cases? Yes! So, uh, folks, Space Cases was this show on Nickelodeon. It was like Star Trek for kids, kind of. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one of the, I guess, well-known characters on that cast was Zach from... Uh, from the Power, Power Rangers, Rangers right yeah. There, right? Walter Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. The Black Power Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. He was on there, and um, there was another girl who got somewhat kind of big, and she kind of felt she played Catalina. And then she, didn't she have, like, another name? Like, she was... Wasn't yeah. that the character that like had, like, multiple friends? Friend? Yeah. yeah. And she had, like, rainbow hair. Yes. Um... But yes, PJ Space Cases. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Here's another Nickelodeon show. See if you can remember. I actually hated this show. It was a a sports competition show. Global Guts. Yes, I thought that couldn't show was, stand it. That's stupid. That, Could not you know, stand it. 
aggro crag, uh, like ass crag, uh, <laughs> crag. That's, so stupid. I never and they win and they run around the arena with a stupid flag. Get out of I here. I know it's supposed to be like a Olympic kind it. of thing, but that show hated was it. awful, man. But you know what show I did like uh, was a Nickelodeon game show was uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, dude, I was on my list. Uh, uh, I always wanted to do yeah. that. I always wanted to be on that show. You know, I remember as a kid going like, you got to do it. Everyone got stuck in the silver monkey yeah. thing, putting it together. But the shrine of the silver monkey. Mm-hmm. Old yeah. Mac is like, who's gonna go into the uh, uh, temple first? You'd be like, I am. He's like, very well. He'd be like, that was like the thing. But hey, I love Old Mac. That was a great show. That was a really good show. I think they're making it now, rebooting with it. They did. It now. was. It wasn't great. Oh, I haven't even seen it. I, I watched it. It wasn't good. already. I don't um, think it lasted. Uh, just an- another show on Nickelodeon, PJ. Um, maybe the audience can figure it out too. So. It's about two brothers, and they both have red hair. Pete and Pete? Yes! Avengers I never Pete liked that Pete. show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't... I liked it, but what I really liked about that show wasn't Pete or Pete. It was the strongest man in the world, Artie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he was very wow, funny. I haven't... Yeah. Wow, talk about an yeah. explosion of memories just now. Um, let's see if you can guess this one. Uh, there were twins. Showing out twins. Sister, sister. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like that show. Okay. They're cute. Yeah. I used to like uh, their mom. She, yeah. I think her name was like Jack A or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. But she had like She's... that kind of a cool voice. I, yeah. I liked her. She was cool. Um. Actually, uh, there was all that, right? But these two became, I mean, just breakout characters. I mean, they were oh, great. Keenan and Kel. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, those I mean, guys. Those... They had an episode one time where like, they had a. Someone left a message at someone else's house, whatever, and they have to like basically break into the house or something. Right. And like I just remember they have to get to the answer machine, you know, and they have to get the tape, which is like, you know, maybe my folks are too young, but answer machines like almost have like a cassette tape. They used to play back. Yeah. So in the, in the episode, they have to crawl through the window underneath, and I think people actually were home. They had to find their way to sneaking to get the uh, something. Something was on the tape, some yeah. kind of number, or they're gonna blow their spot. But I used to always love Who Loves Orange Soda. Kel yeah. loves orange soda. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Yeah, yes, it's true. Ooh, I used to love that show. That was a very funny show. It's amazing how like chemistry is like yeah. one of those things you just can't. It's it's when you see it, that's what it is. And they're a great example. You know they're gonna make. They're coming back. They're yeah. making another uh, good, good burger. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just. I'm just gonna ramble off a couple of things. There was a show called My Brother and Me on Nickelodeon. Yep, um, I remember that one. That's where I, I still use a line of uh, "Cool Doctor Money." You know, the character's little <laughs> yeah. brother wanted to get a cool yep. haircut, and it, it basically put little dollar signs. He looked <laughs> off. It was a, it was a, it was horrendous. Um, actually, I think it's still a famous line uh, in, in that show where he, the the kid's mom used to say, "Don't hold your breath." <laughs> that was like this uh, right. line that became very big. Um, on Nickelodeon too. They used to be face. It used to be like this thing in the morning. Like, oh, well, like Nick, Nick Jr. Nick Jr., that's yeah. it. And that you know, leads to the Blues Clues. Yeah. But I remember also in the morning, I guess it was a, I guess a game show. It was called Wild and Crazy Kids. I remember that. And they, they would just do all I hated that of, show, too. Or I used to like it. I hated that one, too. I used to like that show. You know what I remember? Because it was like Nick... a like, like, tug of war. It was yeah. just like kids at camp, basically, yeah. they filmed. But I, I kind of liked it. Very 90s Nickelodeon thing that I always remember is Stick Stickly. Yo, I love that guy. I still so now they have like a flat now they call yeah. it Flat Stanley. Yeah, but, but uh, I still mm-hmm. remember you used to be able to write letters to him, and they would give you the address. Um, and and I haven't seen this in forever, and I can still remember it was write to me stick 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 stickly P O Box nine six three New York City New York State one zero one zero eight. 
Wow. You could write to Stick Stickley and he would read your letter on the on the air. Because he was like, it wasn't a show. It was like a skit or whatever in between yeah. shows. And that was the uh, that was the address. Right. Wow. Good memory, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, wow. I was going to say, um, what else I got on here? That, yeah, I had Blossom. There used to be this show I used to watch with my brother. It was called California Dreams. I love California you Dreams. You did? Yeah, oh, I did because the blonde girl on California yeah. Dreams. Was... And that show was like, you know. It was like Saved by the Bell on a Beach, kind of. Yeah, like, and, they, and yeah. they were making, a, and their, I guess the Dreams, they would yeah. become a band. Yeah. So, and then. Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to remember the. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Maybe they're called Dreams. Yeah, it might have been the California Dreams. But, but um, I remember that show. You know what else um, was a great show? Uh, was Charles in Charge. Charles. Yeah. yeah, Scott Bale, right? Scott Bale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote the theme song. Charles in charge of our days. And <laughs> so you don't have yeah. to lose cool theme yeah. songs. There's no need for them anymore. No. Streaming. There's no need uh, to have them. But that. that was another Sadly. one. I think that was that. That might have been the same blonde girl, but I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know, man. I really but, don't know. Yeah. But I just remember the blonde girl on mm-hmm. California Dreaming. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if these shows are '90s or maybe late '80s. That's why. But I used to like watching A Different World. That was with Sinbad. Yep. You know, it was more like a diverse, like yeah. more other. Uh, was that the one with Dwayne Wayne? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the glasses that flip. Yeah. I love that guy. That was a spinoff of the Cosby Show. Yes. Because uh, Lisa Bonet was in yes, it. Yes, I was like, she was, oh, she's so, she's, I think she's gorgeous. And, and uh, you know, she used to be married to Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. You know, and like. And then they had a kid, and that kid became Catwoman. And right. whew, the whole geez. family's going to look Yeah, the whole that's really going. something. Mm-hmm. And this is another show that I definitely know it, it started in the 80s, but it ended in the 90s. And it's just like one of those shows where I felt, I knew as a kid when I watched it, I'm like, wow, this is a serious show. Like, I felt like, oh, I'm a mature person, right. even though I'm like seven years old. The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years, okay. I always felt like uh, um, Kevin Arnold, yeah. you know, Winnie Cooper, uh, what was his name, Paul? Is it right? His best friend His was best Paul. friend was Paul, who, yeah. by the way, is not Marilyn Manson, although everyone thinks he is, yeah, he's yeah. not. I remember his older brother in the show, you know, uh, Ben Savage. Yeah. Or no, well, oh, I get messages. One of the brothers became the main he, character he's on Fre- Boys Meet World. Yeah, well, Boys Fred Me- Savage. Fred Savage. Well, Fred Savage is on Wonder, Wonder Years. And, and then Ben, ben Savage, Savage is Boys the lead character in Boys Meets World. But, um, uh, yeah, and the, you know, people, all, maybe this is common knowledge now, but Daniel Stern, you know, uh, you know, from uh, Home yeah. Alone, yep. he does the voiceover, you know, uh, he's Marv. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, the tall one, not Joe Pesci. Yeah, the, the tall one. He does the voiceover for uh, um, the Wonder Years. But, folks, there's so many great shows. I mean, look, I mean, obviously we're looking at this through nostalgia eyes, but all these shows we just rambled off. I mean, some, of course, are better than, like, Wild and Crazy Kids. Okay, you know, that's purely nostalgia memories. But some of these shows, like Home Improvement, The X-Files. I mean, you have great shows. I'm actually quality middle, entertainment. I'm watching Breaking Bad right now. Um, Breaking Bad is another show I think where some of the writers from the X Files are on it, and, <laughs> and uh, the X Files. They said the writing of the X Files and and that show inspired the creators of Breaking Bad to even right. to how to create oh, wow. a TV show. On that note, Mr. PJ, um, looks like our lunch hour is is over. No lunch period. Time to get back to class, get back to work, everyone. All right. Well, everyone, enjoy your TGIF. Uh, same time, same table. Later. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com, for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.